episode number cinco. Thank you very, very much for tuning in to the Intro Music Podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, basically what we do is we go through any and all things that involve music. So that can be music production, uh, music preparation, live shows, working with the band, behind the scenes, that kind of thing. Uh, but since it is the new year, we just entered into 2017, uh, Zach and I wanted to talk about goals and uh, what we're striving to accomplish in, uh, in 2017. Uh, what we'd like to accomplish with our musical projects and basically how to achieve those goals because everyone has goals and not everyone achieves them and uh, it's 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 easier said than done for sure. Uh, I'm definitely one of the the type of person who uh, will have some goals. Maybe they're pretty uh, lofty, maybe they're not. But uh, I'll start. I'll start strong, but then uh, sometimes I I forget about it or I start something else and I just kind of leave it be. So. Uh, Zach and I wanted to tackle this today and discuss goals and how we can achieve them and how we can have 2017 be our uh, most successful year yet in terms of music. So, Zach, how's it going in 2017 for you? It's going pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. I'm back up at work, which is uh, kind of fun and kind of not fun at the same time. Like, you always enjoy time off, but uh, getting back to the real life, real world kind of... yeah. Hits you in the face, but you got to make a living somehow in order to do the things you love. So, yeah. Um, how did 2016 pan out for you in terms of your uh, musical goals and aspirations? Um, as far as overall, I think pretty good. Um, but obviously, there's always uh, there's always setbacks, and. Um, things that present themselves like as far as the band goes we just had uh some bad news with our singer and uh he's he's got some medical um things going on pertaining to his voice so we kind of have to get that sorted out but on the bright side we were able to track enough songs for an ep and um we just have to get those mixed and uh kind of make a final decision on what songs we want to be on there and uh we can pretty much throw together uh, an EP that I think we'll be happy with overall. So I think that's a pretty good plus side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, like it takes way longer than you think it's going to, especially when uh, everyone's doing music, like kind of part-time mm -hmm. um, everyone has jobs and people are in school and that kind of thing. And like, we wanted to get our record out uh, first quarter of 2016 and it's still not out and it's been a whole year. Yeah, um, we had a lot of uh, like family emergencies and vacations and mm -hmm. work not giving us time off and and all these things. So, um, in terms of releasing new music, twenty sixteen wasn't a great year for us. But uh, for for my band, the Path Us Traveled, we were able to uh, play a lot of shows. We played Marquee twice, which is uh, our favorite venue to play in the city. It's uh, I don't know, it's a lot of fun to play. So we got to play there twice, which was cool. Uh, open for Conline Crush, uh, open for The Lazies, open for Pigeon Park and Diamonds, finally played The Gateway after three years of uh, emailing them and going through, I think, three different talent buyers. Mm -hmm. uh, we finally made it there, and The Gateway was happy with us, which is always good. So yeah. uh, in terms of shows, uh, our band had a pretty good year. But in terms of releasing new music, we definitely uh, 
didn't didn't come as far as we'd we'd wanted to so yeah well it's so tough i mean like you said scheduling and you know people like jobs people have school still there's there's so much going on that and it's it's hard right now to be able to you know drop everything and just do music it's it's pretty close to impossible to do at this stage so Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i guess like it's it's not what it was because maybe like i don't know maybe it always was a gamble when you were doing music but maybe it uh Maybe it was easier at one point because the cost of living was lower or maybe people invested in arts more or more people went to shows so you could make a livable wage off of merchandise and, and shows until you could kind of make it. I don't really know what the yeah. answer is. I, I think, think everyone talks about the glory days Yeah, regardless I think of how that, old they are. I think art used to be a bigger deal than it is now. I think, especially with music, I think it used to be... Um, yeah, it just used to be a bigger deal, something that a lot of people did, whereas now it's more of a, especially rock shows, it's more of like a niche thing. Like, you don't find many people, especially local, supporting local talent. It's a lot of, it's a lot of friends. It's it's hard to gain a, a big fan, fan base. base, right? And yeah. a lot of the times you're, you know, you're playing to friends, you're playing to friends of other bands who usually become fans because um, our, our music scene, our rock scene in Calgary is pretty pretty good um in my opinion so Mm -hmm. it is pretty it's it's easier to gain you know followers and fans that way but i think it used to be a bigger deal to to have when you had a band right it was just now it's kind of either everybody has a band that they do as a hobby or you know it's just doesn't seem to be as as big a deal as cool of a thing to to go to right now it's there's a lot of there's a lot of clubs and there's a lot of um especially in calgary it's country music right that's pretty big country and edm Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know like i don't know if music uh if because this decade is just catering to the niche genre um or the individual if that's why uh things are lower than they used to be um because like in the 80s if you liked metal um or let's 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 just say radio rock you had like guns and roses def leppard Mm -hmm. bon jovi motley crew uh, Guns and Ro- uh, said Guns and Roses already. Aerosmith, yep. and uh, that's it, really. Like, the, there's a few more, like the, a few bands similar to those. But yeah. I'd say you're ten to fifteen bands yeah. that would be played on the radio, mm-hmm. and uh, like Black Sabbath, etc. And um, there wasn't really much else to listen to. I don't. I'm gonna guess. And then because of that saturation level. Um, if there was a certain thing you didn't like about a band, you kind of had to deal with it because that's all there was. But now, if you want a, a fusion, poke, polka, funk rock, jazz, mm-hmm. um, queen tribute band, they exist. And yeah. because we have our iPods and, and uh, our computers and everything, we can we can make custom playlists and we don't even have to bother listening to uh, something that we don't like. Yeah, exactly. And it's easier to record music than ever, too. So maybe songs that don't need to be recorded are being recorded and just kind of adding to the saturation of the whole thing. Yeah, no, definitely. I wanted to talk about goals for 2017. Uh, I find that usually, just in general, not not even specifically with uh, New, Year's, New Year's resolutions, I set goals for myself, and then I have a hard time following through with them. And I'm yeah. really hoping that this year I can kind of break out of that. <laughs> How many years have you said that? <laughs> well you know you gotta have a new mindset every year i'd say but maybe even not break out of it but get better every year i don't think i yeah. can be a night and day different person but mm-hmm. uh 
it's definitely something I want to I want to work at and uh, and get better at because I find what I do is uh, I'll have a lot of ideas and I'll accomplish some things, but sometimes I drop the ball and I'll revisit something that I hadn't done in a while, or I'll come up with a completely new idea, and then a lot of things get kind of half finished and uh, I end up not releasing anything. So on my whiteboard at home, the the number one thing I wrote in big block letters was release more music because last year. I released uh, one song with The Path Us Travel, and that was it. Uh, I was sitting on a band that I was working in called Restored Connection. We had five songs, and uh, Mitch uh, moved to Vancouver, so I'm not able to write with him anymore, but those songs are probably never going to be released now. Hmm. Um, I wrote uh, like an independent record with uh, something called Indefinite Hiatus, but I didn't really spend a lot of time on it. It sounded bad, and... I kind of was ashamed to release it, but that was in 2015, and then I didn't bother revisiting it in 2016. So I really didn't put out nearly as much music as I had hoped. I did spend a bit more time recording other bands. I think I released uh, four to five different songs or EPs with uh, other artists with checkerboard recordings, which was cool. But uh, definitely want to release more music for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what would you what would you say your goals are for uh, 2017? Uh, not necessarily just with music, but with uh, Volair or you know whatever the case is. Yeah, with the business, I think the main thing is to um, first and foremost to have goals for quality of work and to be you know uh, set aside and uh, different different than our competition and be really you know. Um, have a different way of doing things and a, uh, a quality that kind of speaks to itself. But um, obviously the the main goal um, aside from that would be to just be, you know, have the business be self-sustaining, right? To be able yeah. to provide for um, cost of living and, you know, all the extra stuff um, doing what I love because I, I would hate to cop out at this phase and just, you know, do something else um, because I'm stuck, I think that that drive can be better, um, or that kind of scenario can be better put towards a drive to set more goals and, you know, follow through and kind of push to, to meet those goals of, you know, having this business be a self-sustaining thing. I've done a lot of stuff separate from Volair, a couple of things on my own. I just finished, um, doing some video work for a, for a band in Calgary. They're a kind of country folk band called leaving thomas and we went to uh chestermere into one of the studios and we filmed a live studio session of about five songs is that Um, ocl yeah it was ocl that's such a beautiful studio it's really nice in there and uh it looks great and the tracks sound great everyone everything was was wonderful and uh, it's coming together really nicely another goal personally is to to do more of that um, as well as the corporate stuff but to do more artsy stuff work with bands I really want to push to do more music videos this year. Uh, I really want to push to do uh, more weddings. I also do uh, weddings. And, um, I mean, those are a lot of fun. I enjoy doing those. Um, And I I definitely want to do more. So I think Mm -hmm. overall, um, and then music too, obviously, we want to get to a place where we're constantly writing and and practicing is the big thing. We We need to have set practices or at least have a handful of days that we can pick from and say all right this works this week and whatever and that's the that's a big thing um again with scheduling it's not just releasing music but finding time to get together and and to write and to practice and to you know set up shows and just be organized as a as a as a unit um is something that uh, we definitely struggle with so um so yeah 
I think the key to anything is consistency, and I think that um, the consistent people who constantly release material or are constantly meeting, constantly communicating, mm-hmm. are the ones that progress farther. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of like it's a really old little story, but the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise gives it a, or sorry, the hare just guns it at the beginning and gets a good head start and then takes a break. Well, the tortoise just kind of goes steady the whole time and wins. And obviously, it's not a perfect analogy, mm-hmm. but I, I do think there's there's something to it where uh, consistency is crucial and the idea of setting a rhythm that works for you yeah. is probably the key to help you achieving your goals. Um, I think deadlines are important. Uh, we we kind of set a few deadlines for our record last year, but we didn't really fall through with them. We didn't really take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you kind of treat it like a job where, like, if you're at work and your boss says he needs a report by 4 p.m., you're not going to hand it in at 5 unless, you know, you have some great excuse and a good reason if he's understanding. But most of the time, if, you, if you're given a deadline by your actual job, you will meet that deadline. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important to have that same discipline and uh, respect for your own art and your own craft, whether it's the PR side of things or actually creating. Um, but if, if your band signed to a label, they'll give you a deadline. We need an album by this day. And then you actually have to fall through with that deadline. Um, so when you don't have the label, you, it's easy to be easy on yourself, give yourself a break, but, um, being disciplined and treating it like you're actually signed or you're actually delivering a product by a deadline definitely would help with, uh, I think with being disciplined and helping you achieve those things. Yeah. I think, I think another thing that I do, uh, I spend a lot of time watching videos on how to do something, uh, like how to edit, how to mix, how to track, like, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, all the time, yeah. And then I never actually spend the time putting that into practice. Mm-hmm. So just because I've seen hundreds of hours of, of training, et cetera, does not mean that I'm qualified. If, if you look at my resume and some other guy's resume and I have, like, thousands of hours of, of training from, uh, you know, these, these products and Creative Live and, like, whatever the mm-hmm. case is, and then you have another guy who's done 10 albums in the past year. You're going to go with the guy who's done 10 albums because he's actually done it. He's done the work. He's gotten better. He's put the work in the field. Yeah. And uh, I think that's something I need to I need to focus on. And I think, I think that we're not that unique in terms of uh, our shortcomings with our goals. And I think a lot of people who are listening would, would be in a similar situation where they have a lot of goals um, and they don't necessarily follow through with them for X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think like speaking for yourself, and I think part partially like if we're we're putting our goals here out in public like this, um, there's that that bit of accountability, and I think accountability is a huge part of it as well. Um, so maybe finding somebody who also has similar aspirations to you, um, who you could talk with once a week specifically about about your goals and if you're achieving them, maybe once a month, whatever the case is. And that'll keep you on track. It's kind of like uh, losing weight or whatever. If you do it by yourself, chances are you're not going to succeed as well as if you are going with somebody or if you have a personal trainer or whatever the case is. Um, usually people cannot succeed 100% on their own, 100% independently. There are exceptions, but um, usually it's a great team that work together to, uh, to, to push something forward. So if you look at like... YouTube, for example, you look at Jared Dines and uh, his channel. It's very successful, but he's friends with Rob Scallon, and Rob Scallon's friends with Ryan mm-hmm. Bruce, and all three of them have independent channels, but because they're close friends, 
they they both pardon me they all succeed at what they mm-hmm. do and they're able to help build each other's brands as a result so i think um being with like-minded people meeting with like-minded people and sharing your information with like-minded people really really would go a long way as well so i think that's something i want to work at uh, in 2017 is have the goals but have a support group and have an accountability team to try and make sure that those goals actually happen yeah and there are there are good habits and habits are developed out of you know repetition and consistency so you can develop good habits of you know finding more time to uh practice that video you watched on youtube or or be able to um just track more music or write more you know and a lot of it too um with the accountability thing is to each other you have to you have to push a little bit um obviously there's limits and there's circumstances that you have to factor in but you do have to kind of give each other a push and it's it is a lot easier to i mean it's human nature that there are followers and there's leaders but it's always a little bit easier to follow um or at least you know have a partner or or have company when you're doing something like you said like with the gym or with whatever you're going to be more motivated if you have somebody else with a like-minded interest so i think it's really important yeah to to find that and kind of keep that consistent as well and not neglect that relationship by letting both of your kind of either laziness or just whatever it is get in the way so i think that yeah that's important oh exactly um, I wanted to just kind of set out my goals for 2017 here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that way it's, it's released publicly and there's that sense of accountability where, um, you know, people listening will, will hear the goals and then you, it's not like you're letting them down if you fail because they may or may not be invested in your goals, but you're kind of worried about your reputation about finishing what you say you're going to mm-hmm. start. And uh, I, I just figured that this would be a good way to try it and uh, and see what happens. I know Graham Cochran, the guy who runs the Recording Revolution, um, he does something like this. Every January he releases his mm-hmm. goals, and then he almost always falls through with them. He's a very, very consistent guy, and I'm very jealous of his, uh, his work ethic, and it's something that I would definitely like to work at and try and achieve for yeah. myself. Um, so I'm recording... Uh, drums for a band next week uh they're called petrify they're like a, a calgary uh hardcore yeah. band um kind of sound like norma Jean and a few other bands like that um and i'm excited to do that because i haven't done real drums in a long time so uh i've been tracking bands with uh electronic drums and then moving the midi notes around picking a sample pack etc yeah. but um we've set up uh some dates to actually do real drums which is really exciting and i'd say my goal in 2017 is to do 12 different projects related to music that are separate from the path us traveled Mm. so maybe that's mixing 12 eps or tracking 12 eps mixing singles i I like to work on 12 separate projects that are separate from my band so that's one a month and i think that's a feasible Mm -hmm. goal i'd also like to do a minimum two podcasts a month so 24 episodes for the intro music podcast in 2017 mm-hmm. to see if that's possible um lining up some some cool guests who are uh definitely in the pipe I'm, I'm excited to uh we'll talk about that off off the track and then uh we'll we'll bring them on hopefully in the future but those that's gonna mm-hmm. be good and uh i'd like for the path Less travel to release our new record in march that's my, okay. my hope so there's there's mine. What would you say yours are? I definitely want to be more consistent with uh, 
with practices for Raised by Wolves. I know um, all the medical things aside, once that's figured out, uh, to to kind of get that in order. And at least I think we need to find a uh, a date where we do we do music at least once a week. I think that's important. And um, other than that, I definitely I just want to be more involved with um, with the arts as far as my uh, videos go. I want to do more bands in the studio or promotional work for bands or music videos, whatever that, you know, kind of entails. And um, I just want to kind of be more involved with the with the scene. Uh, I think that's really important, especially since we're, we all pretty much have a common goal, and that's to, you know, share our music and, and try to do music for a living. So the more that I can, you know, help others with that and help our ourselves our own band with that with the promotion and with the the video and the media i think that that's an important goal to have uh for me personally this year and um yeah to just really really push for that and i don't know i i think that's pretty much it Mm. well if you are listening uh we'd love to hear your goals and things that you would like us to cover in the podcast because um, we're just two people who have had uh, not even really huge success, but something we're striving for in in the arts and it's something we're working at. And I think that uh, the topics that we talk about can be helpful and we're only going to know what to cover if, if we hear from you. So if you have anything that you'd like us to talk about or try and tackle, uh, feel free to comment uh, on Facebook, send us a message, email us, PMS, whatever whatever your relationship is uh, with us, feel free to contact us and we'll figure that out because we'd, we'd love to uh, have quality material coming out in 2017. I'd like to do 24 episodes, but not just 24 episodes of filler. I'd like to actually release content that's really good. Um, I wanted to close off this episode with uh, a couple places or resources for uh, people who are developing in the music industry uh, where I've, I've found uh, assistance and success or maybe not success, but assistance and uh, a great advice for moving forward in the, in the music industry. So uh, the first one that it would, I would say is the, the website creative live. And what they do is they take industry experts in uh, specific fields and they have them teach a, a masterclass course Pricing ranges from about $40 to $200 a course, depending on the length. And uh, they go really in-depth with these industry experts. So they have people like uh, uh, A.L. Levy, who's uh, tracked you know, hundreds of active metal bands. Uh, Graham Cochran, who's done a very, very successful website for uh, home, home recording artists and home studios and that kind of thing. Uh, Joey Sturgis, who's mixed uh, Asking Alexandria and uh, Devil Wears Prada, bands like that. But also they do things for photography, videography, starting your own business. Uh, they have great, great resources there. And uh, I, I've definitely learned a lot from their website and the courses they offer. So I would highly recommend checking that out. Uh, separately, specifically for music production, there's something called the Un- Unstoppable Recording Machine. Uh, they run a podcast that usually releases about once a week and they get high-end artists on there um, often just talking about music production and, and sound and, and things that they, uh, how they achieve the sounds on the records that you've you've listened to and really, really insightful and informative. And uh, lastly, I would say check out the um, 
lead singer syndrome podcast that's run by Shane Told from uh, Silverstein or Silverstein. I'm not, I think it's Silverstein because they're named after Shel Silverstein. But um, anyways, he interviews a lead singer from a active rock band once a week. So he's done anyone from Finger Eleven to Beartooth. Um, and a lot, a lot of bands in the active rock, hardcore, metalcore genres. And it's usually about an hour long and it's just talking about music from more of a performance standpoint. So it's not as much about the production and recording as it is about the live shows and touring and what it's like to be in a band, songwriting, etc. I found that, uh, those three websites have really helped me keep my focus and, uh, learn a lot about the music industry and push me forward, drive me to, to, uh, work harder. So I'll have those links up in uh, the description of this podcast. If you want to check those out, uh, Zach, any closing remarks? Can I add one Absolutely. more poll to, uh, I, I really want to like a real beard in 2017. <laughs> I it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm I hope yeah. you can succeed because I can't. I need to get chia pet seeds and put them in my pores. I think that's my only, yeah. my only Does chance. Does that work? I don't know. It'd probably be a pretty intense <laughs> surgery, and I would guess very painful. Probably. Probably not worth we it. We could uh, take large amounts of testosterone and just become <laughs> insanely aggressive, but maybe. <laughs> that would help us with our goals, right? Our other goals. Yeah. We'll take testosterone and Ativan, like, by the, by the bottle every day. Well, thank you very much for tuning into the Inner Music Podcast. Uh, once again, my name is Scott. I'm Zach. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time.